0: First time, if if it is your first time, to episode 8 of Slightly Toasted, uh, a wine podcast where four guys drink wine and like to talk about it, hopefully impart some education and some some laughter, maybe some vulgarity along the way, hopefully more on the education and laughter side. Uh, My name is Chris. I'm Mike. I'm Keith. I'm David. And we've got a pretty cool episode. Um, But before, I thought, before we jump into what the topic is today, I'll throw you guys a little bit of a curveball. It's been since September, since we were all together, not technically, but since we were all together at this particular table for this particular purpose, so... What's been going on since then? What's like been something maybe you've come across in the wine world that uh, you know you, you discovered maybe a wine you hadn't had that you you had and you were like super stoked about and you went out and bought a shit ton more of. So what's been going on since the last time we got together, David? We'll start with you.
1: Uh, I've just been trying some different wines and listening to a lot of different podcasts and reading some stuff and just. You know, turning off the news and really just listening and, uh, reading about wine because it makes me a lot happier. So, um, but I, I feel like, um, uh, Italian wine I've been drinking a lot more of since, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: probably since last summer and I think I've found my current Uh, favorite. Okay. I was about to say,
0: what region, what grapes, or what is, what is it? Well, I
1: love Brunello, but I, I like, I like the Piedmont, uh, area um the Barbera and um I, mean, I even like when we when we first started drinking wine as a, as a group back in seven, six or seven years ago together and making it a thing I mean I bought some Dolcettos and I liked them before I even knew what they were um you know that's that's a Piedmont wine yeah uh, it's just something that I've always I've always liked um I had a Barbera last night. As a matter of fact, and it was really good.
0: Italians can be hard to crack. Piedmont is a great region. Future episode. I
1: think so. Good call. I also love Chianti and and uh yeah, the Brunello, obviously.
0: I've had a couple of white Italians recently. Don't ask me to pronounce the great <laughs> Pronounce the grape because I totally will screw it up. But they've been fantastic. So you're right. I think we need to do an Italian tour in a in a future episode. So good call, Keith. What about you?
2: Um. Yeah. So. I would say, I do remember one of our earlier podcasts was like my plans for 2020 was to learn more about the Pacific Northwest wines because I'm working for a company based in Vancouver. That obviously didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what I've found uh, I've been buying more of and enjoying more of, especially as it's coming back into the summer months, um, are Rieslings, German and Alsatian Rieslings. Going with the dry, I, yeah. I'm still I'm not a huge fan of sweeter wines. No. It's just not my palate. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I don't drink soda or uh, sugar and coffee or anything else. I just don't gravitate towards sweet drinks. So Riesling has always been something I've been nervous of before knowing that because typically, again, even when I was doing the W-Set uh, introductions, they would do a Riesling, they would do an off dry. And it's like, that's yeah, exactly what you expect. Right. Um, so realizing now how to find and know that like pretty much everything from uh, Alsace will be dry. Uh, and looking at the alcohol levels, and if you see that they're above like 12 or 13, you're most likely dry. I know how to shop for them. Yeah. And I've been getting really, really great examples. And in fact, I uh, just recently picked up... Uh, some from the Finger Lakes, my first New York State wines, and those are fantastic.
0: People rave about them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. People say good things about mm-hmm. them, and I love it. I think that's another future episode, too, is because Alsace is a great area. German, French, mm-hmm. <laughs> some sometimes <clears throat> both, but they are producing some incredible wines and you're right i'm saying with you gravitate towards the dry at uh, the, the sweet is just uh, it's
3: a little too i've never large, tried so. never tried a finger Lakes wine. yeah i, I want to that's a good podcast <laughs> episode too um just like not not yeah, california where like you know do new york or even Unexpected. Georgia. We're in right, Georgia. Right. Or I, I think <laughs> even virginia and like texas makes one yes. right like right. why not just have an episode where you go grab a finger Lake, a texas or whatever whatever and just try them and you know, see what we think. I think the Texas wine um, might be hard to find. Right, that's some, put some sarsgrill in it; you'll be fine. <laughs> um, <That> figure <Finger> <laughs> like you can find yeah, yeah, everywhere. You know, rieslings yeah, rieslings, and then they have um, some dessert wines up there, right? That's what yes. some of the. No- I mean, those are two biggest kind of grapes out of there, like some
2: of the, uh, grapes, yeah. but like dessert wines and. Ries I mean, Lies. so that's I think where you kind of like assume that all right, it's uh, Finger Lakes mostly dessert wine, like Vice wines. Um, but no, it is, it is a lot of reason. They do have some dessert wines that probably have very good ones, but I believe also um, some Chardonnays and uh, Cab Franc. I was going to say, what reds they grow there? I mean, if you think about it, it makes sense that this is the
3: same is that, latitude as uh, France, right? Probably the northern or parts low, of France, yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah, I love it. Another alternative areas I think if you get a wine from Texas, you're required
3: to buy a bottle of Tito's with it. It's, <laughs> that's
0: probably how it works. I think if you cross the border, you're required to buy a bottle of Tito's. <laughs> right.
1: I don't think I don't even think Total Wine has Texas wine. Probably not. I, mean, I, I probably. don't. I don't even know if they have a section that says, but it's like a thing everywhere else. I know it is. Yeah, yeah it, to- it totally is. It should. It should be. It's going
0: to be a weird day when you are walk into Total Wine and you've got Italy, the, France, Texas, Texas.
1: The lone, lone Star <laughs> wine. <laughs> But Armenia. I what? mean, they're not going to yeah. have an Armenian section, right? Yeah. And then, or Georgia section? Alternative
2: not, U.S. Not, not, not Georgia, George, <laughs> not Georgia State. They probably do. Well, they do have local wines. Uh, and I've had. Speaking of the state of Georgia, where we are, I've had some wines at the wineries. They're not bad. There's um, again. I think they're probably most successful with Cab Franc here in the state, and then some Norton's and other hybrids that maybe are low. I, uh, I think probably the disease pressure was just tough on them so it, it's just so wet at times out there and just be spraying the the daylights out of them yep
0: right. mike what about you what's been new in your wine world wow. since we last got together
3: i don't think i have anything new and exciting in my wine world
0: I think you've I, always I, got I like, like some wines. new and exciting wines that you're buying yeah uh, yeah
3: yeah well that's because I have problems. But, now um, yeah, as far as, like, variety, varietals and stuff, I mean, I've definitely been killing Italian wines. I just always love Italian wine. It's, like, not changed. And I got kind of away from Pinots for a while, but then I kind of got back into them, you know, especially in the warmer weather. Yeah. You know, the Cabs and um, Syrahs and, you know, those are too heavy, you know, sometimes. And Pinots are nice and kind of lighter. Um, I have started to enjoy a lot more and appreciate a lot more, I think, white wine. So I'm interested in what we have um, tonight. I know Keith pulled, uh, I'm sure, something from his deep collection of uh, unique white wine. So I'm interested in that. Um, But mainly, though, on whites, I haven't really expanded my horizon. I do um, Sauvignon Blanc and Chardonnay, especially like Burgundy and Chardonnay, crisp Mm -hmm. type Chardonnay. not the oaky stuff, but that's, you know, pretty normal. Pre-missionary man, I'm sorry. How about uh, well, you, though? The host, we have
0: to ask the host. That's right. Time. No, I mean, well, very similar to what you were talking about. First on Pinos, you know, I've had this, like, lovely <laughs> relationship with yes. Pinos, and I'm I'm swinging the pendulum back towards the love side. I had We had an Attics Pino. Mm-hmm. You guys came over, um, and, and we had that um, very a few months ago, and that was phenomenal. And I've had some other, you know, California Pinos, I guess, Santa Rita Hills kind of area. Mm-hmm. Those are Those are, I figure, that's my... That's my jam, for lack of a, a, a better phrase, you know, kind of not the crazy earth undertones, forest floor mm-hmm. that you get with some of those, you know, Washington or Oregon pinots. So yeah. getting back into that, but also whites too. I mean, drinking a lot of Sauvignon Blancs, Chardonnays, Riesling like we talked about. So definitely excited to, uh, to get this started. And I know, David, you, you kind of brought us to this idea. So why don't you talk a little bit about what our idea is for tonight and, and maybe get us started.
1: Well, it's been a while since you, like you said, since we've done a podcast. So uh, I figured, uh, one, I've been wanting to just blind taste because we, we did it for a while there. We got a, yep. not podcasting, but we got on a little run where we were doing it every few months, but we haven't done it. It's been a while. Since last spring of 2020, maybe. <clears throat> and I, I just want to do it. Maybe just to, uh, I, I think I, uh, no wine a little bit, maybe to humble myself and realize that, that I don't know shit. So, because um, <laughs> yeah. we're all no—I mean, we're all not great tasters, but um, but it's still fun. Yeah. And, and and then I knew that we could uh, take up about an hour and. Uh, and, and drink some good wines in the exactly. process. I, mean, yeah, I exactly. feel like
0: it's been a hell of a week. We're at the right before 4th of July. We just ended the quarter. Some just ended their fiscal year. So we are ready to uh, to pound some wines. <laughs> and try to yeah. figure it out in the same process. So,
2: and, and so yeah, absolutely. When is it a tasting, you can open four bottles of wine and it's not excessive. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> that's true. That is true. There's four of us, four bottles. That's, that's, that's just a, for that's the good hours. Sure. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay, good stay tuned for the after show. <laughs>
0: So we've got a white in our glass that Keith poured. You said you put this in a decanter, opened it
2: maybe about 30 minutes ago. Thereabouts. And again, really didn't decant to try and open it up so much as just to hide the bottle shapes, etc., cetera, and so on. So I used a fairly small decanter. It's actually a brandy decanter um, with a closed nose. Just, just wanted to uh, present something new and a little different that you probably have less experience with I kind of sent out a, a, a hint sheet earlier did you guys see that okay. so just because again I do know that I probably have more whites more types in my cellar so I figured it's an easy way for me to offer it and then a framework to think about the wine itself
1: yeah, so we've never done a white we've never opened a white. Uh, on, our, on any podcast,
3: His slightly toasted history. <laughs> right, right now, you history. are all witnessing it. Right now. So, since you said you had to hide the shape of the bottle, I'm not going to taste and say it's a riesling. I'm just kidding. You
2: can kid on that, and I will withhold judgment. Withhold <laughs> 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 judgment and shame until yeah.
0: everyone, <laughs> else, everyone <laughs> else guesses <laughs> and guesses incorrectly. <laughs> well, I pulled up your uh, your guide, which is awesome. I glanced at it earlier. Um, but no, this is a fantastic guide. I mean, what are you guys getting first on the nose?
3: I got grass on the nose. Like, that's the first thing that kind of hit me, actually, was some grass and, like, tart fruit. But then when I taste it very minerally. Like, very.
0: It's definitely minerally, almost like a Sauvignon Blanc type of minerally, but it's got this, and I'm going to describe it and probably be awful at this, but it's almost like a... Uh, like a fizzy, carbonated type of type of taste to it. I don't yeah. know how you describe that. Yeah, but, I don't, I don't but, describe that. Um, so that's why I'm leaning away from Sauvignon Blanc because I don't feel like it typically has that aspect of it. I don't know if it's oak or or something along those lines, but there's definitely something underlying. But I get the the grass, maybe the, a little bit of lemon, some citrus.
3: Yeah, definitely lemon because I got that. Like um, it's not. It's got like that tart Meyer lemon mm-hmm. type taste to it. Yeah, um, a yeah, little, little bit of a little chalk. A little it's bit. weird because I feel like I can taste the different elements of this better than a red. But I have no idea what this is. But I feel like I can tell you, I'm <laughs> tasting this, I'm tasting <laughs> that. With like a red wine, sometimes I'm like, yeah, it tastes, it like, tastes like right Or it tastes like, you know, licorice a little bit, but I, you know. And it's, got re- it's got really good acidity. Uh, I know. I, I want to look see. at that cheat sheet because I feel like I like pinged you off do. some. Uh, well, let's see. Well, I probably pinged off a bunch of these that go like. But I, I think. Um, hmm.
1: the, the the only ones on there that maybe don't low acidity. Uh, I mean, I think he, I
3: think you rule that out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's good. It, Really I like good. it, yeah. It's very refreshing. It is It is opening, too. so Yeah, it's really nice.
0: Yeah, if I had to guess, based on our cheat sheet here, um, I wouldn't have probably, unless I was looking at the sheet, probably wouldn't have come up with this. But I, first instinct is a Saubon. But I agree. I don't. I think it's something else. I'm, I would say a Vognier, just based on the write-up and the handful
3: that I've had before, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. kind of the direction that I would, yeah. I would go. Yeah, I would agree that you wouldn't have pulled a Saint Blanc. I'd be stunned if you pulled, like, a Saint Blanc. It's <laughs> definitely not Charnay Chardonnay. Um, but I'm going to go with a Semillon, or whatever it's called. Semillon. Semi-on. Semillon. Semi-on. Semi-on. I don't know why. Semi-on. I should have gone with what you said. Ah, uh, that's... But I think...
2: Uh, anything you're getting from the body of this, what would you...
1: I mean, it's just it's it's medium body but i mean it's a little it's a a little bit creamy in a way i mean not but i'm but i'm getting like a i'm getting a mineral
2: like a really mineral yeah chalky yeah Yeah, totally i get it so obviously i know what it is but i do get chalk on the nose Mm -hmm. and that follows through the palate um i captured like a bit of apple Green apple with the Meyer lemon and more apple in the taste for me. Yeah, yeah. So, Great.
3: are you getting? Do you get any grass at all when you smell it? Anything like that? That's the first thing, on I went like, I was like, whoa, kind of smells not like fresh cut grass, like that powerful, but kind like, oh, yeah, like of like yeah, there's that herbaceous. It.
2: It's it's not. I wouldn't say like like you said. Typically, if I'm thinking grass, I'm thinking Sauv Blanc. This is not. Mm. That Sauvignon kind of grassiness mm-hmm. to me. All
0: right, one uh, one is Bonnier. One B would be Chenin Blanc. Those are my two
3: guests. <laughs> he definitely has some Chenin back I, there. I'm, I'm covering my bases. David, so, what, what, so, do so, what do you call it? Just because I, I, I've
1: only I think I've only had two of this varietal that I'm going to say, and and because of the the chalk sticks out in, in my in my mind, and because when I tried it the first time I remember I couldn't believe how chalky I thought it was this is not uh, that chalky but it's still got that the same element to it to me Um, but there's probably another one on there that that also has that mineral minerality and chalkiness but I'm gonna say an albarino uh, just based
3: on our bases (laughs) three different poles three different poles
2: that almost never happens All of them incorrect, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Perfect. It's perfect. So, this is a Trimba Reserve Pinot Gris. So, this is Alsatian. It's a 2014. And so, this is the same, this is the Pinot Grigio grape, but left to, again, it's a fuller expression of it. So, uh, if we think through it, it, this example is I would say probably medium plus on the uh, the acid, but it tends to be, if you think about like a Pinot Grigio, is usually high acid, very lean. It's, it's wine lemonade in a lot of cases. You cook with Pinot Grigio. You, or you just put on no, out when people that don't know wine come give of. it to the in-laws. Exactly. <laughs> but so I had this. I... Um, and I've not actually had the Trimball before, but I've got, I recently picked this one up and an Oregon Pinot Gris. And these do go great, they go really well with food. Because this has got a little more body, and um, if you have something that's a little spicier or uh, in that realm, it really it really plays well. I would say, so this is the first time I've had the Trimball. They're probably not listening to me. I like my Oregon one better slightly, but this is a, a really nice example. It's still great.
0: So I like the, I like the write-up. Pinot Grigio's grown-up, mature older brother, much fuller body, medium acid, complex flavor profiles, can age and develop honeyed ginger notes. Some kind of the markers from a, a tasting are stone fruit, mm-hmm. banana, mango, and honey. Wow, I did so, that. None of, so I got the stone fruit, but yeah, um,
2: so, yeah, yeah this one. And banana. for 14,
3: <laughs> I don't get banana.
2: Yeah, for a 14, this could show some age, conceivably, but I'm not getting those honeyed notes um, yeah. or a ginger. It's tasty. So it's the, good. Trimboc's yeah, the
1: green and yellow? Yes. In green bottom, hall, yellow. yeah. So so the Albarino I had was a Trimboc. I mean, I think you guys had it, too, actually, um, was was trimbok, which
2: I don't, I don't know how... They produce a lot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Um but this is a good representation of the of the of the grape, there, green, right? Yes. Yeah. I haven't had a lot of this. Yeah. Kind of and
0: that's what I figured. I I've never had
2: one. Yeah. Be honest with
1: you.
3: It's,
2: it's good. good. It's so expanding I've it. No, it really is good. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't
1: I think it's good. I think it's perfect to to start out. Um. I mean, like
2: you said, it's great. It's, it's, it's fantastic here on the second of July. This would be perfect outdoors. You know, if you're watching fireworks or anything else. Put it in a cooler on some ice. Or if you're lighting fireworks. fireworks. Don't
3: do that, people.
2: Yeah. Don't drink light the light fireworks, glass. then drink the Pinot.
3: So,
2: <laughs> or drink the
0: Pinot and someone someone is
3: lighting. There the you final. go. It's good, though. I like it. What's the fun in that?
2: All, All right. right. Nice nice, nice pull. Yeah. You, yeah. How are hey, you? Good one. A stumper. Very All right. nice. Dave, you want to pour next? One. Yeah. Even with the cheat sheet. But.
3: Yeah. No, I mean,. I was like, it has to be We're novices. civilian, novices, whatever. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I taste this, I taste this, I taste that, and the only thing I don't even think I named anything that's on there. I mean, <laughs>
0: the, 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 the challenge rosers. is, I think I think the pros yeah. just have a have a not, not just the nose for what they're smelling, but it's the consistency. Yes, you know, and they do this yeah, yeah.
2: again and again and right, again. Right, right. It's not it's not, hey, we haven't done this in six months, let's mm-hmm. blind taste yeah, no, we haven't done this We're in not going to get a lot of this right. And I will say, I am, I have a track record both at this podcast and when I did take my W set, one and W set, two tastings of saying, this tastes like red fruit. I can't identify anything. I've been, I've had a <laughs> horrible track record.
1: By the way, we are all, if not at all, Lightly credentialed, we have one W set two, two W set ones, and a nobody, (laughs) (laughs) and
0: and an
3: enthusiast,
0: (laughs) and somebody who has little to no knowledge of what they speak of. But Um, which is why you you guys trust me to run this, I have no idea. So,
3: we all love wine, but collectively, we're level four, (laughs) yeah.
0: Actually, three and 3.1, 3.2, something along those lines. So, all right, well, we've got a red wine in our glass um, poured by David. So thank you, David, for bringing this. This is from a decanter. How long has this guy been decanting for?
1: Um, It's only been decanting about 15 or 20 minutes. It's been open about close to 45 minutes.
0: There is a lot going on on the nose of this this wine.
3: It smells fantastic.
0: Mike, what are you getting on the nose there?
3: I'm getting like dust, a little dusty. I'm not getting like a lot of fruit when
1: I'm like a like a Rutherford dust, like a cab type, that type of.
3: <sighs> yeah, like I don't know, just kind of almost like old world dust. Like you know how old world wines can have that kind of I don't know, old world dusty smell to them yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm not saying it's old world. I'm just saying I'm getting like a. But I don't get a whole. It's not like a big punch in the face of fruit. I mean, I get a little bit of fruit, like dark fruit. means I mean, it's d- dark fruit. It's a pretty. I get dark, the dust, a
0: little bit of forest floor, yeah, a little I mean, bit it's of um,
3: dark in the glass though. I mean, this is deep, 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 deep stuff. Purple. I mean, I'm going out almost at the end of the glass. I don't want to spill on Keith's table because it'll kill me. But I mean, I'm almost out to the end here. It's still it's dark at the end. It
2: is. You know, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty rich. Yeah, and you know. Very opaque, honestly. It is. It is a deep color. Yeah. Yes. Inky. Lighter around the rim. Mm, tasty though.
0: It is really good.
3: It is. Um, <laughs> hmm, this is confusing. I'm going gonna... I'm,
0: I'm ready to call it. Wow. I'm, this is a Syrah. It's a good. It's call. got meaty. Mm-hmm. I got that that meat smell. Um, and coming up through in, in the taste, I mean, like I said, it's, I mean, I think Syrahs and Pinots, in my uneducated, um, you know, way of, of tasting, are have some similarities <clears throat> in the the, the, the aromas and, and the taste and the flavor profiles. This one, like I said, I'm getting a hint of that um, forest floor, but the, the meatiness of it is really what's sticking out to me. That's what I'm getting.
3: Yeah, I could see a Syrah. I mean, it's so dark. I'm not getting, um, like, a pepper note That's, that you would yeah. get with a Syrah. Um, I'm confused, though. I don't know what it is yet. I'm going to keep drinking it, though, just to, you know. Yes. Why not? But I'm confused. I mean, initially I was thinking, I feel like it's too too deep to be like a Merlot. It's just not merlot yeah, to me. But, um, I mean, Syrah could be a good call. Or maybe Syrah's little brother. Which would be what? Petit Syrah. No.
2: So, <laughs> I think Petit Syrah is even like a bigger Yeah, in it's just in maybe. the face than a Petit is only the size of the grape on yeah. that one. Yeah. And to me, so you know, and against Petite Syrah, this doesn't taste really fruity. Usually yeah. it's, it's not jammy, it's not, it's not pronounced fruit on the nose or the palate. So, it, it makes me, and, and I may be getting biased because I know David's been drinking a lot of Italians, but it's making me think something Italian, because a little more reserved on the fruit, a little more complexity and depth to, to it, but but getting some, not licorice, uh, but
0: I'm getting like
1: cigar box, a hmm. little See, bit of graphite, I mean, I'll tell you what,
3: the the balance on this thing is yeah i mean it is it, it's a good wine i thought for sure he was going to bring an italian wine i just i feel like this is not an italian mm-hmm. wine it's way too it's just i don't it's, know an italian yeah. wine. it's just dark you know that's this and this much going on that's from this, this yeah, it, flavor. it's new worldy I mean. to me hmm. i was thinking actually i part of me was thinking could it be like a malbec or something like that you know um that's a good call yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know Totally lost. But I still think Syrah is the best call so far. But I because a of the, the color is yep. so. I mean, could he just just thrown a? What I mean, sure. And we haven't <laughs> had a whole lot of like temper either. I mean, that could be Tempera so, is lighter to me though. Okay, it's it's hmm. um. I don't. I don't find it as, as. I don't think this is Dark as this. Yeah, yeah and, and temper
2: Neo tends to be. I don't want to say rustic, but it's. This is. Got it's a little more refined than most peppermint. <laughs> now, maybe I'm just drinking like Crianzas and cheap ones, but this has got oak on
3: it. This is, I don't know, I'm, I'm starting to bring myself to like a cab now, like I'm bringing myself around because a cab could be this dark. Um,
0: see, I, I, I'm i cheating a little bit. I feel like if it was a cab, David would have opened it a lot earlier no, like,
3: tr- than 15 minutes ago. That's true, and I but a syrah should have been and this is, sooner uh, a, too, though. A syrah is something that needs to be, but uh, this is
2: also. The tannins aren't
3: right for a cab. The, the, it could this be is, an older cab. He could have went back and broke out two thousand seven. <laughs> the color the well,
2: for me, the color I mean, not to say this has got really balanced tannins and they're really silky smooth. But when I think a cab, especially if you've just opened one up, they're they're grip you. Yeah. They're,
3: I, I don't disagree with that. I just but a serotomy would not be drinking like this no. in it 45 does, yeah. minutes. That's that's like a hold back for me on Syrah. Like to me, like a Zinfandel would be drinking like this after 45 minutes, but I'm not getting like pepper from like a Zinfandel. Mm-hmm. Are you getting pepper? Like, no. A, a little bit. Like a black pepper. I don't
0: think it's a Zinfandel, yeah. but a little bit. Yeah, not much. All right. Are we ready to make a call? I made mine.
3: You said Syrah. I said Syrah. Gosh.
0: Uh, Mike said Malbec.
3: I think I'll just stick with a Malbec, even though I think I'm wrong.
2: let me think on this Um, so I I still you're right on the colors because it's not a it's very obviously not a Nebbiolo grape it's not a Barolo or a Barbaresco or a Longhi but I still have this feeling of Italian and I think you pulled
3: some kind of weird like uh
0: if it's an Italian, I have never had an Italian like this before. Like
2: some of those, I don't know. Yes. And this just goes to prove how bad I am at this. <laughs> but aren't you getting, it's I'm hard though. It's hard. very. There's too much
3: oak for it to be. I, I'm not trying to talk you out of no. anything either, by the way. I'm just saying like I'm getting too much oak for it to be like an Italian wine. Left just what kind of Italians,
0: of like, I mean, what do they use? I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, it's still oak, but they're not like, you know,
3: New World is more oaky not, to me. Yeah. Not and as that's much why I feel like, like, like. Yeah, and this isn't like an oak bomb. I'm not criticizing no. it as like an oak mm-hmm. bomb, but I. it's coming there through really more so than yeah, like an Italian traditional. And I could be like, it could be a super Tuscan. I mean, that would maybe taste like this. Um, that might actually. And be so that,
2: good. that'd be an interesting. Yeah. And that's why I was leaning that way. in that. I would say four tastings, unless you are really in there, and I may just throw a Super Tuscan out there just to cover my bases, because that could be damn near anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. It could be a Super Tuscan, because it, it
3: does... Super Tuscans are kind of more like a New World-y type but again, it composition, right?
2: To me, this doesn't have the fruit... I mean, again, this does not have Robert Parker's Fruit Forward no. hit that no. I expect from New World I would agree anything. Yeah, so that's what's confusing about it. There's <laughs> like no...
3: So yeah. I'll say Super
2: Tuscan because that gives that covers the the largest swath that it could be anything. I'm gonna be upset. If I'm, I'm gonna be so wrong. <laughs> this ended up being good. So it is a mailbag.
1: Oh, oh look at you! Wow, you wow. nailed it. I mean, that's awesome. So you guys were. So I'll, I'll get. I'm gonna give that wine pod credit because I listened to it a couple weeks ago, and they actually did. They actually had this Catena, which Ooh. you and I have had before. We, I looked. We really? had, we had it in twenty seventeen. We had. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> wow. And, and I put on there that it was the best Malbec that I have had. Was that at my house? And we and it was actually at my kitchen table. Oh, okay. Um, I, I remember. It was just you and I, and um,
3: so. It's a waxy I poetic. Here. I, haven't, yeah. I haven't. I haven't had. <laughs> like some I haven't <laughs> right? I haven't I haven't yeah. Had yeah.
0: <laughs> it was a thunderstorm outside. <laughs>
1: Sometimes, sometimes this memory's a curse. You know, that's okay. <laughs> but, Moments in time. But but one of the things, so uh, so Vino Mike on there, who, very accomplished, one mm-hmm. of the things he said about Malbec is that it has like an electric rim. And I, I was determined to see that that's the case. And when there's more in it, I think you can actually see that around it, it does like... Oh, I see what
3: you're saying. It's mm-hmm.
1: almost like a... One of his markers in Malbec was that that you get that kind of elect, like light around the rim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you, you can kind of see it I, I, now. When I was sitting here and I saw this behind it, I mean, I can definitely mm-hmm. see like that. There's, I, I see something on here, but um, and also the most common commonly mistaken, he, he said during his um, during his tastings that. Um, the wines that were confused were a Malbec and a Syrah, mm-hmm. wow. and, and and Syrah. I think I would have called this a Syrah because it had it has a little, a little bit of smokiness. It has that meatiness. Right it has oak. I think I would have ruled out Italian because yeah. of the because of the amount of oak on this. I mean, and, and I don't think it's not a bad amount. No,
3: you the only I'm putting it on
1: the only Italian that I think it, it could have been was <clears throat> you know I brought that Alianico one time, which is a little. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a little Ooh. heavier and, and darker, um, maybe, but um, I just wanted to try this again.
0: Good call. I'm and, glad you brought uh, it. And, and yeah. it's everywhere,
1: you know. It, I think mean, I mean, may have a bottle yeah, oh, be honest It's $16. With... Did NBD. you get it at Costco? No, I got this at Total Wine. Okay. Um, but they have it, it, they have it at Sam's for 15 They have it at Publix <laughs> for 18 I think.
3: For the bonus Jonas, I almost pulled the back to bring over. Instead, so I pulled that Zen, but... I think I almost pulled that. That would have been. I swear I have that in my house. Have to look. And, yeah, and I don't have a lot really of experience good. with Malbec. You know, right. I, I think on my ratings, this
1: is this will be number fifteen, <laughs> um, and two of them are Catena. Um, so, mm.
0: so. Th- but, but what they specialize in, <laughs> in this winery is that all they do is Malbec, or?
1: Um, I think I think they definitely specialize in Malbec.
2: Yeah. Um, but this is like their entry level. And Catena. Um, I don't have it up. I, there's quite a history with Catena. I believe there's yeah. This is
1: this family-owned fourth generation. Yeah. You know, it's it's it makes a lot of wine, yes. but but it has a um, it still has that family feel and, mm-hmm. and style, and and it's good. I mean, to me, it's really good for the for the price, and yeah, it's quite and good. I, and I think a good. I just wanted a good representation of a grape that we, so probably, we don't have a lot of. We probably only had. Yeah a handful of times
3: but so yeah. pull from an old episode this would be beautiful for the under $20 bottle crowd oh yeah. pleaser to bring yes. to a barbecue especially this time of year Huge a barbecue, ribs. and you can pop and oh, pour no. it that's what I like about it I I mean, mean, you just opened that within right.
2: the last hour let's say and this thing is drinking beautifully it doesn't need to blow off steam and the fun thing um, is I can tell you the last Malbec I had was like two years ago at Firebirds when I I think we took we went there for my mom's birthday I couldn't even tell and you I wanted to know. order a bottle. So. And honestly, that was the looking through the wine list at the do, at the pricing and what they had, and and uh, knowing the palates and the levels of the folks I'm <laughs> with. And I don't mean that disparagingly, yeah, I, but you know, yeah, I'm sure you did. This is, no, <laughs> but it's not it's the crowd. Can't listen to our podcast. <laughs> yes, yeah, they no, can't no, figure out No, it, thing. no I, it was you know. It's not a time to go for the Mount Viter that they have, which by the way, they, <laughs> that Mount Viter's it is appropriately priced. They had a Mount Viter uh, cab for seventy two on the list, mm-hmm.
3: which That's is not, not, a not a horrible So, so it's, less an, it's
2: less than it's less than two hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I looked at that and you know, but deep. sorry. However, looking at my parents, they're you know seventy dollars for bottle of wine. Well,
1: you know, I, I thought I thought one of you might say Rioja.
3: But he didn't, and that's fine.
2: Yeah, it, it was that was for me more of like what it didn't you, taste like. And again, Rioja, like Tempranillo, Rioja is a little more red fruit to me. Yeah, um, it's really and lighter, <clears throat> usually a little more tannic and a little more, little more grainy on the tannins. Yeah, I, mean, yeah I love like a good Rioja. I have
3: actually, I think you all got me a bottle um, of that Reserva Rioja maybe two years ago, and I still have to open it. and It's not in his, it's amazingly not in his drinking window, but I think it's like think uh, it's like a 2010 or something. Yeah, it's like a long time ago. Yeah. I need to pop it open um, one day with you all. We should you know have it with some food or something. So I'm sure it probably goes well with some sort of like like a. I don't know, flat iron steak or like a skirt steak or something like that. You know, um not in this drinking window. That's amazing. Yeah, because like you know, that's how I pull my wines out. I just go to my yeah. cellar tracker and what's in this drinking window. I'm in the mood for that, and I pull it. Kind of cool that I, I love that. You know, I love that, that we all have that much wine where you can just yes. say, "Oh, what's in this know. window?"
0: Right. Sounds. What's next? Yeah, just go try. down the list. All right, we've got another red wine Dude. in our glass, and this is the one that I brought. It uh, <clears throat> has remained in its bottle, but I did open it exactly one hour and forty-one minutes ago. Right. So Thanks. it's been uh, it's been open and breathing for a minute. I'll let you guys smell, taste. What are you picking up on the nose?
2: A oak. lot more fruit than the last one. milk. dark fruit. Dark fruit um. Okay. Possibly castlehead.
1: Definitely. I, I definitely get the oak, the vanilla, and the
3: oak off the. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. gonna Damon call his Infidel. You're gonna what call it? <laughs>
0: From uh, From Sam,
3: it's you know Fred Dane. Oh yeah. Oh, they said he <laughs> just smell them and say oh, whatever and not even taste it. Right. No. Right. You name the
0: the winery and everything
3: the, uh... oh, yeah
1: <laughs> i have to say that the, 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 the nose on it seems familiar to me it's not yeah
2: it's, this
3: seems more we've had this before
0: i don't know about that really it tastes this very specific wine it tastes very familiar. i mean you've obviously had this um i would say everyone's probably had this particular grape before um, but I don't know if you've had this specific wine oh really yeah.
3: it tastes very familiar like very familiar
0: what are you guys getting when you taste it
1: it's not quite as dark as the Mm-hmm.
3: but it's pretty dark it's pretty dark I'd say it is yeah it it, it definitely is um, <clears throat> we definitely broke out the winter reds yeah <laughs> <laughs> Turn the AC here a minute. I know
0: the meaty reds, <laughs> the thickness. We've all well, except for Keith, we've all had oh, no, a little. Uh, no,
3: definitely. oh It's yeah. adding to our I'm like, thickness. I'm like seven months pregnant. <laughs> yeah. You're showing nicely, though. You're glowing. It's kicking. <laughs> Maybe twins I'm trying to work off the baby weight. Mm. Got some some grip to it. It definitely has some. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Tannic. Mm-hmm. um but not tantric. It's a different episode.
1: <laughs> I, Talk it through. I, I, know, what I know what we drink the most. I mean, yeah, it's uh, is cab. Yeah, like, it's it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's got licorice you, to it,
3: though. I mean, it's,
1: would, you, would you dare go, do a cab? you the Hallmark getting a cab. a cab? I mean, to me, yeah. it really does. It uh, looks like a cab and it smells like a cab. It right, it. it has a, it has a <laughs> lot of cab.
3: It's very cabby. <laughs> Might as well be cursing at us and driving past us on the streets of Manhattan right now. <laughs> but mm. I don't know.
0: What do you think of how it tastes? I mean, do you think it's like—is it good? Do you like yeah, it? Yeah, it's good. good. Yeah. It's, good. It's, good.
2: it's grippy. It's—we're um, getting lost in trying to place it. Yeah. Um, Need some cheese.
3: <laughs> some cheddar. I'm definitely getting the, the, the black, the yeah, yes. black fruit on it, um, and do you get any pepper? I do get a little pepper, though. I don't know that I'm not trying to talk myself in pepper on it, though.
2: Yeah, yeah. If that yeah, makes yeah.
3: sense. Yeah. No, I, I get it, yeah.
0: It's like on the back end. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, I, I mean, you get that pepper that comes out kinda yeah. uh, after you've tasted it and swallowed it, like 10 seconds later, you're like, yeah, get a little pepper there. Yeah.
3: Which makes it a little confusing.
1: Yeah, there's not too many cabs
3: with a with, a pep, pepper. with a pepper finish. It's got mm. oak like a Zin could have. It's got color like a Zin could have. And Zins can be grippy, especially if you only opened it an hour ago in bottle. Look at those legs. Like viscous.
1: I think it's a New World wine. Oh, I man. would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we...
0: Now, why do you say that? How do you uh, distinguish?
1: Um... To me, the, the concentration on it almost, or the
2: yeah. um, high alcohol, oak, lots of oak, lots, lots of, of, and so yeah. So what makes me think New World is there's a presence of oak, and again, I'm, you know, it is not oak chips, it is not you know, the red equivalent of the Chardonnay butter bomb, but the winemaker is happy to let the oak express itself. There's also a lot of fruit on the nose, so it is it is fairly decent extraction on the skin. So they're, they're going for that fruity kind of forward flavor on it as you raise your eyes and you probably going make a fool out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Could it be a uh, um, Merlot? I so the classic markers, and I'm gonna say this for my for my W set two course where I was Woefully off on Merlot. Mm-hmm. Merlot is red fruit. Mm-hmm. Like yes, yeah, there are tons of Merlots that are red fruit, but I, I would say like a lot of the producer-driven Merlots that we in this group gravitate towards <clears throat> are the darker fruit, more expressed. And I was that's where I've been leaning on this. Is did did Chris pull out like? Not an O'Brien level, but did Chris pull out one of the better Merlots from his stash and, like, you know, pull <laughs> one on us as well. I love, I love
0: that we're not just tasting the wine, but we're trying to get into the brain. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's the like, What did it yeah.
2: to try to do? What was he thinking?
0: Yeah, you're, it's funny you do that because you're right. I mean, I'm looking at my list and I'm like, what am I going to bring? You know, I mean, last last time it's I did so, this, we did a, Moumedre, sure. a Petit Rudeau and some other yeah, crazy shit. Yeah, it's nothing funky
2: like that. A no, Silverado nothing, Br- something yeah. like a Silverado that. Merlot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it
3: could, I'm, I'm a little bit lost, though, because part of me wants to call still call it Zinfandel, because I do get the pepper, but you're right, I don't want to talk myself into the pepper. <laughs> yeah. It's got oak, dark fruit color, it's got the, you know, I think it's, Zinfandel would have this grip if they're only an hour in the bottle, depending on the producer.
2: Um, well, you you called me, I, I had been leaning towards Merlot, and yeah. I'm going to call Merlot, mm. and Likely be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. It's not bad. I'm a little lost. I'm worried that it's a cab. We're all going to not pick
3: it, and it's like the thing we drink the most, and it's going to be like embarrassing. Yeah, the the
1: the more, uh, to me, cabs are uh, a little bit leaner than this. This to me has a little
2: more has a little more fruit and a little Mm -hmm. more. And and it is tannic, but a lit it. Mm -hmm. For an hour, open an hour, this is not the tannin I'd expect yeah. from a cab. Yeah. It's not that it's not tannic, but it's a, it's a different profile.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, the tongue's being a little stringent and stuff. Like you'd expect, mm. but calves are usually a little more... Mm, yeah. A little more pucker on the
1: And he did open it a while ago, so which would, you know...
3: You would think sure. it could be a cab, but... I guess, I don't know. But, you'd go, you want to go? So Keith's got a and Merlot. Um... I'm gonna, I'm gonna call
1: a Zen. That's where I'm at. You guys, talk yourself
0: out <laughs> of oh, it. You know, talk, talk yourself out of a cab. You are drinking a 2015 Rubisal. Oh, Cabernet wow. From Mount oh, Vita. Wow. This Damn. is their 2015 Reserve. I believe 95% Cab, like some Petit wow. Bordeaux. 220 cases produced. Is there anything in there? No. No, (laughs) zinc. So I'll read you kind of the winemaker's notes. Bold, rich mountain flavors of blackberry, bright raspberry, and dark plum, balanced with captivating notes of lavender, coca, smoky vanilla, and all manner of deliciously complex lingering flavors. On the nose, it's full of raspberry, lavender, mocha, blackberry leaf, and sweet baking spices. It's good.
2: It's a fantastic one. It really is good. It's really yeah, good. It's good. I've been waiting I, to open yeah, this
0: for a long, long time. I've had this wine for... I think I got... It was the last bottle purchase. I, got it for in the neighborhood, I want to say $49, probably something along those, those, that range. Um, Vivino gives it a 4.2. Only has like 32 ratings for some reason, which makes sense if there's like only 220. 220 cases produced.
2: Yes. So, um, I'll yeah. tell you, so that honestly is really drinking smoothly. That's right. That is in his window. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I can't it's, believe it's not. What year is it? 2015? 2015, Mount, yeah.
3: Mount Veeder.
0: Unbelievable. I wonder you do Mount Veeder wines, are they similar to Rutherford? Because like you, I got a little bit of the dust and things like that that you talked about. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's a flavor
3: profile. I, I don't know. I mean, I would have expected a 2015 Mount Veeder not be. decanted to have almost like Made me pucker. Like yeah. You because know. typically the mountain wines yeah. are going
2: to have more tannins, more pronounced totally. tannins. And especially we're not sitting, we're not, you know, we're not pairing this with cheeses or like using it to pull the fat out of our palates, out of our yeah. steak. That is drinking really Yeah, it's, it's way smoother good. than I
3: thought it would be for that. And it's amazing that we just shows you how how bad we are at this because we well, drink you calves guys, are probably but, but
0: frankly it shows you how good you cuz you all called it you're like this tastes so familiar this tastes like we've had this before you're like this I, I feel hit. like this is something that we drink a yeah. lot of which is cabs so no, but I frankly think, but you I all talked it. yourselves out yeah <laughs> <That's> true
3: yeah <laughs> I just got pepper though. I couldn't get away from the. It's pepper. definitely there. I get. I it. couldn't get away from it. It's yeah. unusual to have a cab that has any pepper to it at all, really. You know, but you know, now I'm thinking about it, there was like really strong licorice in there to me when I was drinking yeah. it. Um, I mean, it makes sense that it was a cab, without a doubt. Um, yeah, it's mm. like now you know. It's like you smell yeah. the like stuff. Damn like it! That. Of course, <laughs> right. of course. It's got graphite, good. like yeah. It's of it. course,
2: it's a cab.
1: yeah. Like like Diamond Mountain.
0: No, it's a good wine. And yes, it is. Been waiting for a good occasion to open this one. So <clears throat> that was awesome. We will.
2: Yeah, we'll be going back to that one when, yeah. when all you all are not part of this anymore. Right, <laughs> we'll be revisiting that.
1: I feel that bad, because we we drank enough mountain wine to where I figured <sighs> one of us could have pegged it. I know.
3: That's all I'm saying. I'm yeah. not saying we're like you should go home and like you know. Well, that's part of the choose So much mountain <laughs> cab from Napa, it's like.
2: Right. Come on. How much I doing? will say the flip side of this is you also realize how much of our perceptions are shaped around or shaped by the stories we know about the wine when we're pouring a bottle that we know the bottle first. So right. if if you are drinking a Mount Veeder wine, for me, I'm thinking, ooh, this is a Napa Mountain wine. I'm going to be focusing on those tannins and like what that grip is. Yeah. And the is going to be the dust, but you're still going to have, you know, the uh, you know, looking for graphite and pencil shavings and, and things of that nature. And Yeah, it's almost, like, it's almost
1: like you would almost appreciate wine more if you had no idea what it was to begin with, and then you just tasted it, and then you said either you didn't like it or you liked it. without Because, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you know what it is, you, you might... You might be expecting those flavors, and you might your your brain might be saying, "Okay, I'm gonna taste, I'm gonna find these flavors in there." Uh,
2: Without a doubt, they're called placebo effect or otherwise. <laughs> yeah. you, and again, you're listening to us, uh, listeners. You're listening to us talk ourselves out of these things. So. And unfortunately, I
0: double checked the website before coming over. I think Rubisau closed their doors.
3: Oh no! So they're
0: not. I think their last um, vintage was 2016. A bummer. So that was a 2015, but, um, so you can still find them sparingly, but I think they closed their doors that like big announcement on their website. So yeah, that, that kind of stinks. So, um, drinking history, I guess you could call it. So, I either
3: gave all of us a heavy pour or you a light pour.
0: I think you gave everybody no, it's very not really similar. similar. It's not really you good. gave yourself the heaviest pour, oh. which is <laughs> what you normally do. So. Alright, we have another red in our glasses and uh, we will try to guess the fourth and final wine and I'm getting a lot of similarities to the Malbec. Yes. <laughs> right off the bat. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> no, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, wow. it's What we should do after this, after we determine what this is, is pour a glass of the Malbec and a glass of this side by side and let's do a comparison. because Wow, this could be just on the nose? No. Very similarly. I haven't tasted
1: Dalbeck, you're saying? Yeah. On the nose? Mm hmm. I'm getting closer to the Rubisal. Really? It's very d- another very dark one. I, we all yeah, chose dark wines. If, if we, if we would have done an old, like a, if we would have done a you know Chianti or a, a Pinot, we would have gotten more of the brick color. So we, I feel like it would have yeah. been a little easier. Um, I thought someone was going to go there. I thought someone was going to pour something Italian to, to try to figure out.
0: Yeah. But and you said, were you kidding when you opened this this afternoon, or how long has this been? I opened this up yeah. a, a
3: long time ago, like 4:30. Wow. Oh, okay. so it's four thirty. Wow. Okay. So. Decanter. Four and a half hours. With decanter, it's been in that decanter since four thirty. Wow. Because you, hmm. whenever you called me, it was open. So you called me around five. So I may maybe four forty-five. I just opened it.
0: Okay. Still a ton on the nose.
3: Yeah, I'm glad I opened it at 4:45. A, li- a little, reductive on it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it as much as the other two. What
0: do you like mean it? reductive? What does that mean? <clears throat>
3: um, I mean, it's It had some, some little
1: of sul- sulfur, sulfur. Yeah, the blow off. So this wine could probably stay open like another 12 hours and yes. be fine. <laughs> but it, as you as you sit here and you swirl around, it around, that goes away.
2: Yeah.
3: So I, I'm glad you opened it when you did. Yeah, it's not as good as the other two, I will say that. I don't, I, I would put this fourth, actually, of the four we've had tonight. Um, but can we identify it? Yeah.
0: This is going to be a tough one. This
3: is going to be a tough one.
0: Um... Keith, what about you? What you you're,
2: you're in deep thought over there. What are, you, what are you thinking? So on the nose, I'm getting like hints of oak and dark fruit. I think so. Like to me, this is I'm getting more fruity notes, but you know, uh, blackberry, plum kind of notes than the Malbec. Not quite. And either my palate's getting blasted or not. I'm with you on that. Um so that's like you know, to me this tastes smells and tastes less like the Malback than the Cab. Okay. Um that being said I think I get a bit of licorice on the nose and mm-hmm.
3: it's a little like I don't know, bitter almost or astringent. There is an astringency to it, yeah. no? That's what I like about it. It's definitely drying. It's
2: tannin. Yeah. yeah. And so that, yeah, this is grainier tannins. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's still, it is good, but it's a little more aggressive. Yeah. And like, for me, it's like, you, instead of just feeling the tongue dry, I'm kind of feeling like the cheeks and the area behind my upper lip kind of <laughs> cool. pulling in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh,
3: this is why I said when, when I said um, we all brought winter wines because I knew I knew that this would be heavy, you know. <laughs> um. <laughs> and you know,
1: t- to me this, um, I mean I, I I think this is a this is a New World of wine too, but I, it could also to me be a Rioja. To me, but. Um, But, you know, it's been a while since since I've drank a Rioja. Um, and, and honestly, I don't know that I've ever drank a, a really good Rioja. I think all the Rioja that we've had in the past, because it's probably been a couple of years, it's probably just been fair. Um, so uh, one of these days we'll, we'll drink a really good one and we'll probably be blown away. Yeah, um, I'd agree. I mean, I have an idea what I'm going to call this, but um, I'm not... I'm not super confident. If like. you have an idea, go ahead and call it because <laughs> I have no idea. I'm still, like, lost. Um, I mean, again, again, it's it's dark. It's, um, I mean, it's very, very it's, it's It's got acidity. It's not mm-hmm. flabby or anything. Um, and it sits in the glass. That, that silver is going away. I mean, it's pretty much gone now or I'm just... Um, I, I'm just used to it. Um, I, I kind of think it's... Uh, I I think it's a Syrah. Uh, and you you guys said it reminded you of the Malbec.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't want to say it again, but that's what I was leaning towards just because I feel so like it has a lot of those same characteristics that I felt with the Malbec
2: that I thought the was a Syrah. two ways I were going with this was a Shiraz... Which is again same grape, but but Syrah, but the Australian kind of really fruity end of it because just okay. to me this is a lot more. You know, Syrah's meteor. This just has that like there's a fruit note that I don't normally get when I think Syrah from thinking either uh, California or, or typically like uh, Northern Rome. But it is dark, so the other one is a flyer, and I don't. I'm talking myself out of it. I was thinking Tempranillo, but I still think that's a different, uh, different kind of profile on on the tannins. So I'm going to say Shiraz. I'm going to say Australian.
1: That's a good call. Um, I I would. The only reason I don't say um, an Australian is because. The, the Shiraz that I've had before, which is only five or six, or I mean, less than ten for sure, I get like a big, I get a big alcohol bite. Um, That's true, I, yeah. I do,
2: I do, personally. And not... You're right, this is this is not a 16%, but it's, I get, this to me has the fruit that I'd expect <clears throat> from, from yeah. that, you know, that.
0: Is there any way, I don't think there is, but just let me throw this out there for food for thought. Is there any way that this could be a Pinot?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, not because of the, the color? Not to me. It can't, no. can't be?
2: Okay. Uh, not. There's too much. If it's a Pinot, to my eyes... Someone has put so much oak on it to mask everything. But I think as a people.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah,
1: and so, and
2: now now watch me be like totally wrong. But no, I, the only thing
1: I'm not getting with you know Syrah, I I, I get the I, I usually get like a smoke and a bacon type meat, which I'm not mm. really. Get, I'm not like no. getting this but terribly, it, which doesn't mean anything.
2: But um, again, so that's like I said. That's why I said Shiraz. Because if yeah. we're going down that 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 meaty smokiness, although um, it was Hall Darwin, is they're getting that from Australia, and that is one of the most incredible syrahs out there that I've ever had. That is one; it needs to be decanted for about five hours, and it's really meaty and smoky and everything along those lines. But this is not in that realm; it's it's more fruitful. So I will fail miserably. you Shiraz, you're Syrah, I'm Syrah.
0: Mike, what do we have? None of the above. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Quite impressive. Oh, wow. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> that is the Hall Darwin. Wow. Wow. wow.
3: wow. Hey. trying hard not to crack a huge grin when you were talking about Hall Darwin had how to be open for five hours. <laughs> like,
1: uh. So... So here when we had that last, which was a, a while ago. ago. Yeah. You know, it was it was way early. And it was and it was definitely smokier
3: and Yeah. And that's a 2013. 2013. Wow. Um, twenty thirteen.
2: So I called a line <laughs> and said unlike the one that I was thinking of.
3: Wow. Um, so it doesn't really give you any sort of love on here as to Anything about it? Um, and I was looking for the alcohol content because I'm sure this is just grande. It's got to be. It's, it's got to be because it's a big. This, fifteen. It's really 15, integrated well. It's not. It's, it's not hot. It's, it's got to be fifteen. Plus. I'm, I'm getting. But a I'm, lot. I'm, yeah. they won't even tell you because it probably like violates the law or something. But, um, but I
2: don't. That's interesting because I'm not getting. Do you get a burn? In the yeah, bag? absolutely.
3: It's better as it's set in the glass. Honestly, it's my first t- had. As soon as I tasted, like it's got that hall astringent. So the reason why I dropped hall is because they have this like a lot of their wines have this like weird taste to me. And this one had it. The first hall, the first Darwin we had, did not have that at all. It was great, but there's something. There's something there, and it's annoying. But uh, but now that's in the glass, it's uh, open. But yeah, no good. I mean, all of you. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. No, yeah I'm, you, I'm yeah, give a, to give it you too because, uh, because yeah, I mean, you got yeah. <laughs> You got the great, but I almost said, uh, uh,
2: "Hey, hey, here you
3: go!" I just, I almost said, "Dude, come on!" I, don't, I, don't I will say, say "It's up.
2: the I like the There's nothing wrong with the, the screwtop person, dude. but I like the. But, but I do that too. The yeah. um, I it is fascinating because I think the last I had two of the Darwins. <laughs> um, the last we obviously it drank more. them too quick. Yeah, we had them because had are open too early and drank it too early. Uh, because it has definitely gotten better. So you're right. It does have that astringency. That's the first thing yeah. I said, but, um,
0: is that well within its drinking window? Did it just It is in the last
2: year of its drinking Really?
3: Wow. It or not wow. it's, uh, according to what I saw on Cellul Tracker, it was, mm-hmm. um, closed 20, 2021 is the back end. So it's mature at this point, but it's, you know, an eight year, eight year old bottle. I mean, at this point, yeah. it's pretty, it's
1: pretty impressive. It's
3: fairly mature, um. I was surprised. I thought it would be. I thought the window would be more like twenty twenty five yeah. on it. But um, as it's in the glass, I'm enjoying it more mm-hmm. now when I first took a pull from it. It wasn't and that's, that pleasant to me, but I still like the other two better. I like the Malbec and the uh, from the red. I like the Malbec and the uh, Cab better. Um, I like the white a lot. So I mean, we had good wine tonight, though. I mean, if this is your fourth place yes. wine, it's a solid night. Yeah, but, exactly. No.
1: No, this is good. This is good, and and it's it's amazing how different it, it is yeah. compared to. Yes, it had to be two years ago that we had it. Yeah, uh, it was it,
2: Chris's basement. It,
1: yeah, and and we were all like, eh. yeah. you know, we we all had the same kind of reaction. And it was like, wow. Yeah. We expected yeah. so. so <laughs> for me, I
2: remember tasting it and saying, the last time I had the Darwin, I thought this is a good wine in the wrong place. I didn't open it long enough. I didn't let it breathe. It is developing in the glass, in the last. Taste I had from the glass was better than the first, but that one was so smoky, so medium. Like, yeah, we nice. I need to barbecue with this, or like a Slim Jim or something. Like, it's just gonna complement that. Like, it felt like almost like I, you know, it almost felt like I was trying to just suck the blood out of a <laughs> steak in <laughs> my wine. Right.
0: Well, this is good. I mean, yeah, I love all the wine. It great.
2: This is a hell of an opportunity. No
0: shit, exactly. And, you know, th- this is the point. I mean,
2: Tasty,
3: a tasting <laughs> uh, stuff
0: that you don't know what it is, it kind of helps you figure out yeah. what you like, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And and yeah. The humble flavors that you like and the yeah. smells and things like that. So obviously, I think everybody can agree, we like all of these wines that we yes. have. They're yeah, really, yeah. really, really good. So definitely exercise worth uh, worth pursuing. Yeah. I think this is great. This is a great episode. So David, good call. Um, any Parting comments as we, as we kind of end the end the episode here. Any, any thoughts about the wines that you want to kind of convey?
1: I mean, that was fun. I, I think I love the fact that we uh, had had this wine. We had, you mm-hmm. had it too. We all had this yeah. wine before in the past, and and the way that it evolved over a couple of years, it really has. And, and so you can tell what, it, what oak in a wine yeah. preserves it. Mm-hmm. Preserves it. You get but. It, if it's too early in the in the hall, they they kind of go a little strong in the oak. Yeah, no, they do. Yeah, that's uh, true. But it makes the the wines can age a little better, right? I mean, the oak. Yeah, uh, I guess.
3: I mean, part of the reason why I, you know moved away from them is for what you're describing. It's just kind of I just start finding them to be more overdone yeah. than others out there. Yeah. And I think
2: our tastes evolve too. Yeah, and I'm not trying to shit on yeah.
3: Hall. Certainly, they're a great producer, and I do have some bottles in my cellar that are
0: phenomenal. Phenomenal,
3: phenomenal. yeah, phenomenal that I'm holding on to right. for you know, a very special occasion or whatever. So I'm just saying some of their bottles, though, are overdone. I think they have so many, that's their thing. They have so many wines. I mean, yeah. They have like 40 different types of wine. Right. Um, so you're going to like some and not like others. I mean, I think that's when you have that many wines, it's just it's very rare. Like nickel is very rare in that. Everything, everything is good. Is good. <laughs> I almost brought tonight. I, I was definitely bringing a Syrah I tonight. Brought, yeah, I almost brought the the um, nickel or the Darien. Um, came so close to doing it. What I was telling you, I drank. I was telling David earlier. I was going to bring the Joseph Phelps Syrah. Mm-hmm. And I remembered, I think I opened it at your house last time we were all like together. I think I brought it. I was like, oh, wait, I drank that. It's gone. I totally <laughs> forgot that it's gone. It was the funniest thing. But can't find it with the your, cellar. You uh, find it the f- cellar. You can't it inventory control yes. guy. Yeah. Yeah. It was at your house, and it, ha- it yeah. had to, that right? it jacked up late. Yeah, it, so they came from the same shelf. For some reason, that shelf in my wine That's fridge.
2: The wine fridge was vicious.
3: Yeah. 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 So
2: I'll say the, the thing I like about <laughs> the blind tasting is not so much that, yes, you're humbled because you don't guess the wine right. That's fine, whatever. But the cool thing about it is, you can learn more about the flavors that you like what you appreciate, what you right. see in it mm-hmm. because you're not you're not caught up in the like I spent X amount for this bottle or I want this to be the price performer. It is just it is you don't know if it is a ten dollar mm-hmm. bottle or an eighty dollar bottle. And you just know what you taste and what you say. And I probably would have been like I know with the Darwin, I would have come at that with a totally different view had I known the bottle going in but it still had some of the things that I expected. Like, it, you know, I it is the Australian Shiraz. I, I kind of probably got that. But it's a different thing, because if I knew it was a Darwin, I'd know what I wanted it to be, and then I'd back myself into either liking it because I like the producer and I remember being there and the stories, etc., and so on. So it's a great way to identify what you like in wine without getting caught up in, in all the marketing and all the preconceptions. Exactly. Would you say the Darwin evolved? Yeah. Ta-da! <laughs> well done. Wow, that's, that was easy. Well done. I mean, no one said yeah. it. I was
3: waiting but you know. That was easy. Coming in the podcast, so.
1: <laughs> We also... The Darwin's about 60, 50, 60 bucks, roughly sure is that ballpark i, I think don't remember. i bought them
3: i bought two, we really bought really two. I, yeah. I, I, I bought them right after my first trip to napa i got like a came back oh no it was, i no, guess so our trip second to napa. because yeah, so the second one because we all I bought came them. back yeah and, and it got the offer for like and we got the discount so do you guys still
0: have them yeah.
1: no
3: i think the uh, I I okay. last I one gone. Okay. Yeah. so
1: so just say a 50 dollar bottle mm-hmm. napa bottle and it's a Syrah too. Compared, kind of like, and then then you have yeah. a, a sixteen dollar yeah. Malbec. Give me a Malbec, which I, I think would be much more of a crowd pleaser
3: than yes, hundred this Syrah. Without a doubt, Toyota's. this one is
2: this would so be polarizing.
3: Price doesn't matter. Yeah, this would be exactly polarizing. Yeah. I think the Cab crushes that's this that's too. Right. In my opinion, as far as crowd pleasing goes, I think that the Cab would be way more of a crowd pleaser than this. In fact, I think that it's a great Cab for people who. Who think, oh, caps are too heavy for me. Right. And I don't. You know, I kind of found it pretty. Yeah. That's, that's, why, that's why.
2: That's mm-hmm. why I lean uh, Merlot on it. Mm-hmm. It really. It was just. Just really easy drinking. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. It was good. Good lineup. Good choice. I think we did a good job, comparatively speaking, of yeah, trying we'll to agree. pinpoint them. I mean, I feel like we're we're getting better. We're far from uh, from. From passing any sort of test, to say the least, but we're getting a lot better. Really far. So. So, so, but and Look, good, good news is we're, we're enjoying get, the wine. We get it. to do this. Exactly. Again and again and again. So that that is the good news. So, so you in
3: 2024?
0: Exactly. So <laughs> our next episode, uh, when our kids are off, off to
3: college. So no, it'll be September, right? Minimum, it'll be, uh, so it's July 4th weekend now. And minimum, we're going to do Labor Day weekend. We got to, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. exactly. We need to knock day. out two or three more before the end of this year. That'll be minimum. That'll be the goal. Be,
1: yeah, yeah, Labor Day weekend... We will definitely exactly. have one, and we've those. got okay. some.
0: I think I think we pulled away some good episode ideas. I think we had some before coming yeah. in, but we definitely have some coming out of this. So, um, so no, So great. plan now,
3: viewers. Labor yeah. Day weekend. Clear Listen. the calendar. Cancel your vacations.
2: Correct. And by the way. Uh, Check out our Instagram page and feel free to make suggestions and anything you'd yeah. like us love to... Yeah, love your
0: feedback. Find us at Slightly Toasted on Instagram. Mike is our uh, social yeah. media um, lot guru. of dog pictures, sorry. Exactly. Lots of pictures My of his dogs, which everybody it. loves, if that's okay. Um, but no, this has been great. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you go out there and find some Pinot Gris, some Malbec, some Cab, some Syrah that you like. Experiment and, um, and give us some feedback. Let us know what you like. So, signing off. My name is Chris. Mike I'm Keith I'm David Stay Slightly
1: Toasted Cheers Cheers People dancing People laughing A man selling ice cream Singing Italian songs